Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 19 on the quest for British traditions. Hey Bruno, how's it going? Yeah, it's going fine, man. Thank you. Thank you for asking. It's going... It's getting a little bit chillier, uh, which is good. The weather still doesn't uh, quite know isn't it what it's doing. It's like, I'm getting colder. Now I'm raining. Wait, now it's a little bit hot. Wait, now it's raining again. And thunderstorms the other day. Yes, 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 yes. I actually joked that uh, Thor came by to say happy birthday to Nim Nim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I... It was like super strong. Yeah. But it's, it is getting better. Right now, for example, I'm still a little bit hot, but I don't know if it's because I had the aircon. Well, I said the aircon, but the, the fan cooler all day, and I had to turn it off to not hear the house. So I don't know if it's because I got used to it. Uh, but yeah, that's the, we've been having better weather, so I've been doing better. Job is getting a little bit more busy, which is good. It feels like I'm justifying my position, which is it's something that's actually taking stress off. Even though it sounds weird, but I, I'm happy that I have more job. <laughs> more work no, to do, no, I, I should say. Uh, and yeah, what about you? How you been? Yeah, I've been okay. Um, it was uh, a bit of a rough end of the week and weekend. Uh, Marty is, uh, well, she was feeling a little bit ill. She's slightly better now. Nico's also a little bit ill. Uh, so um, I had to take care of them a little bit, uh, which was fine. Uh, but it was a little bit more stressful than normal. But uh, like I said, they are feeling better now. And so that means that I am feeling a little better now. And uh, I was also coming down with something. But for me, it was a bit more superficial. And uh, I feel like I'm much, much better now. Um, so yeah, all in all, it was good. And uh, it was a lovely weekend because I had a chance to quickly stop by our very own Nim's birthday party, which was really, really fun. Um, so that was now, and I think like next episode we'll probably talk a bit more about the the the, the anniversaries, the, the birthdays. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun as well. Yeah, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think it was it was fun, and yeah, I'm not gonna spoil too much because that's gonna be a an episode in itself, as you said. But yeah, basically that that covers a section of of my end telling you what's new with Nim. She is one now. She she caught up to Nico. And that's true. Yeah. She broke two teeth now, so it's it's funny because she broke the outer left, uh, no right on top, and the outer left on the bottom. So it's, she's right. gonna be like a little diagonal <laughs> of teeth, which is gonna look really funny. Uh, they're still not completely out, but you can tell that she broke. Like if she smiles, you see the the top of the teeth, like little uh, grains of rice. Uh, so yeah, yeah that's yeah, basically yeah. what's what's is going that- on. Is that a British saying? Broke her teeth, like, or is it like broke in her teeth? Is that a thing that they say? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, will, I only learned it for me. My first image it. was like literally broken teeth, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, what happened?" No, uh, I, I understand. And actually, when uh, I said the same thing, I said she broke the out the tooth or broke in her tooth or however it's properly said. And my mom was also like, "What? What?" I'm like, "No, I mean, because she broke the gums, they yeah. came through." Uh, so Holly is the one who said it, and therefore I learned it. But maybe I'm saying it wrong. 
because no, when no, she I don't said know. it, maybe you're not. Maybe no, maybe not. I'm not. I don't even know. I just know that when I, when she <laughs> said it, I immediately met and understood what she said. But for some reason, no, when I course. say it, two people have been like, "Wait, what?" And then they understand. But at the beginning, when they just hear it, it's like, "Huh?" So uh, I'm maybe saying it wrong. That might be me. But yeah, that's that's what it means. Uh, what about Nico? What's what's new about about um, what is he doing now? Is he like writing his first essay? Is he doing his dissertation? <laughs> uh, no, I think he's just kind of solidifying. Getting a PhD in Babylon? <laughs> no, no, no. I think he's just solidifying what he's been learning. He's been working on his own quite a lot more. Um, oh come on! You to... don't say he's been walking on his own more like if it was a, a new thing. He knows how to walk. At this point, I think it's fair to say that he knows how to walk. <laughs> no, yeah, really, but I'm this not, is I'm what I joking. mean. If, if you can leave him on his own to walk, and he walks a fair distance, enough that you have to move to catch up to him, that is walking. That is no longer learning. He knows how to walk now. No, no, no. What I meant is that he's solidifying it because I, I think that like in the last few weeks he was just like tentatively going a few steps, but now it's becoming more and more uh, common. Um, so I guess it's not technically new. In terms of what's new, um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, I Like I said, he's just solidifying and he's just doing more of the same things, but more consistently. So he's being more consistent in in what he's doing. So he's he's more intentioned when he says no, he walks a bit more. Um, he, he, he seems to be getting a bit more of personality. He's paying more attention to the telly. Um, so it's just like he's just solidifying his learning. I don't think that there's been anything new recently, but I'm, you know, I'm happy with that because it just means that he's getting better at what he's already learned. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, he's watching um, telly now then. He pays more attention to it and he definitely has a few things that it's like his favorite to listen to, especially intros. Like uh, Martin has been watching a bit of Bluey and he loves the intro to Bluey. And uh, um, he also recognizes and loves the intro to Coco Melon. So he doesn't follow like... He doesn't sit there for half an hour watching it and I wouldn't want him to anyway. But... He does um, pay attention a bit more, so so he definitely notices when something's on, etc. And because he's in love now with uh, Pikachu, uh, sometimes we put some videos of Pikachu, especially like with the plushies, with the giant plushies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he gets a bit mesmerized for it. It doesn't last long, but for like two minutes, he just stares at them and just goes like, ah, Pikachu. <laughs> um, <so> is Marty <laughs> watching Bluey because of Nico or because Bluey is awesome? Uh, because Bluey is awesome. I haven't watched it yet because I want to save it for when Nico is older. Uh, but I've watched uh, at the tail end of a couple of episodes when she's been watching it, and yeah, it's it's actually really really fun. I know. I um, watched one episode thinking maybe she can start watching it, and now she was completely too young for that's, it. That's that's what I mean. And I know. But I was like, to... oh, this is actually good. The only thing that I'm worried is that the dad is so freaking awesome. I'm like, oh no, I have no way to compete against Blue is that. <laughs> well, I mean, that was only one episode. I'm sure that he has some flaws. So I yeah. hope, man, because otherwise I, I might as well not put it. It's going to be banned on this house. <laughs> Along with Coco Melon and Peppa Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's what's been newer. That's what's... Uh, been on my mind about Nico recently other than the fact that he's been a bit ill so he's been recovering from that he always feels 
like it, it's always a bit of a, a downer when he's ill because it's just not himself and he doesn't have a lot of appetite uh, but he's now recovering it and he had a very good day at nursery so that was good uh, this episode, uh, on the quest for British traditions, uh, this was actually uh, based on a suggestion from one of our previous guests, and that was uh, Dan, and uh, he said that it might be interesting for us to have a look at some of the UK's strangest uh, traditions. Now, we know that the UK, you know, has a, a long and uh, detailed history uh, and traditions over centuries. Um, so some of those traditions stick out more than others. Uh, not all of them are that old, uh, but the UK always has a certain kind of humor and a certain kind of quirkiness to, to the type of activities that it does. Uh, so we thought that it would be good for us to uh, have a look at some of these strange traditions, um, go over a little bit of their history, um, and then, um, you know, give them a rating and say how well we think that our kids could do it or that we could do it, depending on the type of activity. Um, uh, so, yeah, that, that's what we're going to, to look at. Um, I'm quite excited about it because it's a little bit different than our normal topics uh, outside of our normal schedule, uh, but still quite interesting and quite different from our normal format. It's something that I also am... am excited because it's it's fun you know it's a it's a fun yeah. subject yeah definitely definitely um i don't know if you have any that you are looking forward to the most but i guess we'll start with uh one that out of all of these it was probably the one that i had actually heard about and you can tell me if you heard about it before or not uh, but that is the cooper's hill cheese rolling and wake yes um, you were aware of it. Yeah, only thanks uh, because of Ossiman. He did... Uh, okay. You know who Ossiman is? No. Oh, really? He's a famous YouTuber who... Basically, is a guy from Australia who's speaking Aussie accents. And he does reviews of stuff. And one of his videos was a review of the competition of cheese rolling. And it was freaking hilarious. I mean, everything Ossiman narrates is proper funny, to be fair. Uh, but this right. one was hilarious and I learned that it was here and I'm like, huh, that actually looks like something I want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the cheese rolling uh, um, race, uh, it's something that happens in uh, spring bank holiday every year. Uh, it's an international event, so I think that there's been winners of uh, a few other countries. It's not exclusive to uh, British nationals or anything like that. And what it is, is essentially... You just there's a hill uh, in Gloucester, and what you do is you just go down that hill, um, and you chase a double Gloucester cheese. Uh, so this tradition is about 600 years old, and it is just about I think the the the, the cheese gets about a, a one or two uh, seconds advance, and then everyone just goes down the hill as fast as they can. Um, and they chase the cheese to see who's the fastest to get it. And the hilarity answers and, uh, you know, people roll over the hill. Uh, they hurt themselves um, and they just kind of go crazy about it. And, um, yeah, so about 600 years old, if you can believe it. Yeah, 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 I know. I don't, uh, do we know how does it, like, how did it start? 
Uh, yes, there was something about uh, there was something about uh, it's a bit disputed. Some people say that it was just uh, something that, uh, like many of these things, just happened as a, a bet. Like, oh, I bet that you can't do this, or I bet that you of can't. Of course, Other people did. said it had to do with uh, border rights or something like that. I'll, I'll post a link to to what it is, or I'll say it in the description. But it was a way of resolving some some sort of disputes between neighbors or between landowners uh, so there's a few different theories um, but that's um, uh, uh, that, that's essentially um, how it came about and I think it was stopped for a little while uh, during the pandemic but even before pandemic there were it was stopped due to some health concerns and you know because people got hurt quite badly uh, in, in some of these races and uh, since 2013 which is when it came back officially um it's actually no longer a real cheese i don't know if anyone's been there and can confirm this but uh, apparently it's no longer a real cheese so it's just a fake so you still win the real cheese but the one that goes down the hill is actually uh, just a fake we, a we prop now and stuff yeah it's like a prop um so so yeah i i've i've watched the video on this it's it's quite fun uh, you see people just going down uh, down the hill and there's actually some of these athletes that uh, actually have won multiple times really yeah 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 apparently so so it, i guess it takes a little bit of skill um so you've watched the video the, the link to the video will be in the description as well if you want to to have a look at it um but what i wanted to ask you is just a couple of questions and the first question that i want to ask you is uh, what is the rating? So how, how do you rate these uh, these activities? So let's say from 1 to 10 where 1 is something like I don't get the humor, I don't get the fun aspect, I don't get the tradition, why would anyone do this? It's a 1. And 10 is sort of a this is very fun, very quirky, um, it makes a lot of sense, and I wish I had this in my own country. So between 1 to 10, how do you rate this? Oof. Um, I'm going to go 9, just because I don't know the other ones, and I don't okay. want to spend so like you're 10. establishing a baseline, yeah? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's a, it's a 9 tentative to the other ones. It might even become a 10, but I really like this tradition. Ever since I oh, saw it. Oh, you really it, like it? Yeah, yeah, do yeah. you like it? Do you like it to the point that you would participate in it? Yeah, no, no, no. Ever since I saw it, I was like, I need to know where it is, where this is because I need to go before I'm too old to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, mate. It's just that brought me back to my childhood. Uh, well, not childhood, but my teenage years. Like that seems something me and my friends would do, uh, just for the lols. Just like, yo, uh, let's let's. You see that very steep hill? Yeah, let's roll you know, cheese you know that people and see get if we can chase it. Oh, yeah, that's part of the fun, though. That's what I'm saying before I'm too old. Because right now, if I fall and roll, it might be a twisted ankle, a twisted, like, um, wrist. If I wait just <laughs> five more years, it's going to be a broken hip, mate. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, that that looks proper fun. Like, that looks something that, that I definitely you know it gets try. to speeds. You know it gets to speeds of up to 70 miles per hour. Yes, yes, yes. No, I know. I, I did my research. I definitely want to participate. I was like, okay, so I need to do, like get a weekend. I mean, get a, a couple of days holiday, make sure that I have time to recover from the, the blast. 
My technique is going to be roll from the beginning. I'm not even going to try to run the heel. It's too stretch of a steep an uh, angle. I'm definitely going to fall fa face first. <laughs> so my technique yeah. is going to be hug my knees and roll from the beginning. And maybe every time your feet touches the ground, you can like jump a little bit and do like a tiger jump to propulse yourself forward. And I'm not going to care for the direction of the cheese. My technique is go all the way to the bottom of the heel. And once you're in the bottom, if you manage to beat the cheese, you put yourself where the cheese is going to land. And the cheese is already there. You just go and chase the cheese. Don't chase <laughs> the cheese while you're in the in the hill because that's where you lose direction. Now, I've been giving this, this some thought, man. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. Um, but you're not the only one uh, because um, there is a guy called Chris Anderson and he actually has won uh, 22 races so far. Whoa! Which is... Yeah, that's quite, quite impressive. That's and not fair. You should be banned after winning like five, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he's sort of a local celebrity, I guess. Uh, maybe we should have invited him to the podcast. Maybe he could explain a little bit of his uh, story about it. I'll, I'll drop him a DM or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, but apparently there's also a, a trailer. There's like something on Netflix about this. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's there's a video. It's 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 uh, it's called it's a documentary, and it's one of the episodes on it. Uh, oh. And one of the episodes is called uh, the cheese rolling appropriately, and the documentary is called We Are the Champions. Uh, yeah. So we'll put a link in the description, and uh, uh, maybe we need to, um, uh, to 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 have a look at that, and then we can revisit the, this episode, or we can just make a mention of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so this is this is apparently uh, so the documentary apparently follows someone um, like a, a lady called Florence as she um, as she explains what the the, the race is, etc., and winning for four times. Um, and but what yeah, about so, you, so though? Would you do it? Would I do it? Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I definitely not now. Definitely. I cannot not see now. you doing it. To be fair, not, not oh, against you. It's just all right. right. All right. I, maybe I will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> no, I'm just no, in no. reverse ecology. No, 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 no. I think. I think like. Maybe I think you're too when smart I was very young, it. maybe maybe as a teenager, and if uh, if you know if I didn't think much of it, but now it's just like I find it really fun, but I don't think that I would uh, that I would do it. So, yeah, I yeah. think you're too smart for it. I, I'm I'm the dummy one who'll be like, yeah, and you'll be like, I'll just be <laughs> waiting down here with bandages. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, shall we try to give these a rating, like a combined rating, just so we said, so that we don't confuse things by giving my rating and your rating? Shall we agree on a foreigners and fathers rating for these? Okay. Yeah, so I like it. I like you're it. saying you're saying nine, but I feel I feel like nine is a very high baseline. Would you be happy to give these an eight and establish the baseline? Yes. Okay, so let's 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 give it an eight, just because I, I'm not sure if any of the of the next few examples are going to uh, be better. I'm actually not sure if they would or not, but at least eight gives us a bit of a baseline, and maybe there's something else out there that we don't know about, which will be a nine or a ten, and then we can always come back to this one and revisit it. Um, but the other thing I wanted to ask you is, what about Neem? What if she grows up a little bit more? Would you let her do it? I mean, not right now. Yeah, at this moment, she would be more likely to be the cheese. Yeah. 
Oh, I cannot laugh so high, man. Oh, Sorry, that really tickled me. Uh, oh, bloody hell. Uh, uh, yeah, no, but yeah. Sorry, that broke me. Uh, yeah, if, if she's a little bit older and she wants to do it, yeah, why not, man? Like, I, I definitely don't think in good conscience that I can ban Nim for doing anything that I want to do. Maybe I can, like, advise her not to do stuff that I did, because at the moment when I did them, I wasn't mature enough, and now I can be like, that's sure. a definitely bad idea. Like, besides, I already live the consequences, so I can tell you where this goes. No bueno. <laughs> but this is something that I want. I still want to do. So I, I will feel very hypocritical to say, by the way, I want to go on ahead and do this, but you don't do it, you know? So yeah, yeah. I, as long as she, I make sure that she's safe. Like for example, let's let's say that she's the right age. I will guess, I don't know, let's 15. I don't know, I have to do a little bit more research on when do teenagers stop growing now and make sure she's wearing like <laughs> safety pads, a helmet and everything. Then yeah, sure. go for it. It's a little bit of proper fun, and uh, again, it's a risk every once in a while. I don't think it's bad as long as it's something that it's a calculated risk. So yeah, I'll let her do it. Would you let do me you think, do it? Do you, uh, do you think that Holly shares the same opinion? Nope. <laughs> 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 One of you three is going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. Like, uh, I didn't even have to stop and think. You just asked, and I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, for Nico, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not entirely opposed to it. I don't think that anyone's ever died or anything like that. And, you know, so if you twist your ankle or something, like, you can recover from that. Uh, I, think it w I, I think I would be more accepting of it if he was a bit younger rather than if he was a little bit older but when he was young when when he's younger so if he's a teenager i'd also be in a position to more easily say no uh, i'm pretty sure that martina won't be happy with nico doing that and i'm sure that when she listens to this she will stop the recording and immediately tell me or message me saying like nico is definitely not doing that uh, so looking forward to that um but uh, well I, I'm, I'm not thinking that holly is gonna be the other way holly's gonna be like hey i can be a fun parent too i will let her do it as long as she's wrapped in like 20 layers of bubble wrap <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly that sounds like fun as well actually have uh, you seen those those big balls those big that sounds really wrong but <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but you know what i mean those big inflatable the, balls yeah that exactly you that sounds like fun imagine going down the hill but on one of those i think i'd be more likely to do that no i i don't think so i think i would immediately just get sick oh um, i actually wanted to find if there was a way that i could rent them for my birthday to do that to like rent some and go to like the downs with you guys and just have a a, a day of rolling and doing basically like uh, tackling each other with those like massive balls <laughs> like uh, bumper cars <laughs> sure you see i have uh... the maturity of a six-year-old <laughs> yeah sure let's um let's put a pin in that and uh, revisit it <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so that's uh, that's the uh, cheese rolling uh, and wake uh, so i find that it's it's a very solid eight 
um, potentially even more. We'll see if we need to revisit it, but I think it's really good because it's quite fun, it's quirky, it's like one of those things that if you think like, oh, would the British think of this? You go like, yep, I guess so. Um, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense to me. So um, I really like it. Uh, let's keep it at the night. So okay, yeah, let's go, go to the next one then. I can see here that is box snorkeling. So yeah, box snorkeling. Basically, you you get over a fifteen meter uh, bog. You just have a snorkel, uh, obviously the mask, and some flippers, and you have to go there and back, like yeah. just using the the propulsion of your kicks with the flippers. Yeah. It started in 1976, and again, as most fun things do, it was over a pint and a dare, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. Um, I guess... And it's... Um, did, did you know what the difference is between a swamp and a, a bog? Because mm. I didn't know it. I didn't even know what a bog was before we researched for this episode. I thought it was the same as a swamp, but it feels like swamp... Even though it's stuck, it does have a current. That's uh, what it is. And That's bog doesn't, is. right? Yeah, bog is literally oh just Oh my god, I'm so smart. <laughs> you are very smart, but it's like... I don't know, it, it's even dirtier than a swamp, you know? A lot of times when you think about water and, you know, in mud and everything, you think like, oh, swamp, it's so dirty and it's dangerous. It's like an overglorified puddle. Yeah, this is just an overglorified puddle, but it's like, as far as bacteria goes, is it is it worse? It feels like it's worse because it, there's no flow, there's no current. So, uh, literally, this is like people get a trench and they have the water in this trench. It's it's fairly narrow, and then people just with a snorkel, uh, and you can see it in the video. Some people have like a, a full wetsuit. Um, some but how do just they kind feel of... the like? Do they dig the trench and fill it with water, or is it a na natural occurring trench? I think it's a little bit of a mixture of both. So there is a trench that already has it, and they they just kind of make it more appropriate for the activity. Because uh, also so, that determines a lot if I want to do it or not. Like, they just filled it, so it's just muddy water, or has it been sitting there for, like, a week? I feel like it's been sitting there. Okay. Well, also, I just want to say, just for the record, because it's something that I'm, I was very proud of, I didn't know the difference. I just figured it out, but I didn't do research or anything. It's just right now, when you told me it was a difference, I'm a, I, it's the first thing I'm assuming. Uh, and I guess correctly, but yeah. that I just wanted to set the record straight for my own sake that I... Deduce what the difference between some swamp and bog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. And um, it was... Uh, so this one is in Wales. It's strange. It's another one that is a world championship. Um, and I guess my question for you, first of all, is would you do it? Yep. Oh, immediately, yes, you would. Well, depends. I, 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 the concept alone, I like it. And I like it alone. But okay. But it really does depend. If I have any assumption that there's going to be any and all kind of feces in the water, it's an out for me. Anything else, yeah, I'm in. Especially if there's like a hose nearby that I can hose myself after or anything. But I used to... <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I was like 10 to 12 or something. I used to live in some flats. But the flats right. were under the street level. For some reason, I don't know why, they were built like that when we moved in. And 
we lived in a tropical jungle. So uh, like two years in a row, a river that was near us to us like overflowed. And even if it didn't overflow it, when it rained really, really badly, because it was under street level, it actually kind of pulled and it became like a proper pool. You could see in some flats. Okay. Yeah, and actually it's very sad. I mean, some flats got ruined. It's just obviously as a kid, I, you didn't think of it. But I even remember distinctively that a few years after it happened, some of the flats, you look through the windows and you can see that they still had on, the wind, on their walls the mark of where the water reached. And it must have been... Uh, I mean, on my current height, it must have been like up to my my waist, I would say, that much okay. water. And me and my friends would just go like swimming or or, <laughs> or boogie boarding. And so, yeah, it's uh, basically I, I don't mind getting dirty in like water and nature and like the cheese rolling uh. and going down the hill. It seems like things I used to do, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. But so like when, professionally. Yeah. So that's when you tell me, would you do this? I'm like, yes, a hundred percent for a cracker <laughs> and a Coke, mate. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I, I don't think, I don't think I would either because uh, maybe I'm just getting, I, I guess I'm just, uh, coming out as a little bit boring but I guess look I'll tell you what I would be more inclined to do this one than I would the cheese rolling because the cheese rolling I you know it, you can hurt yourself quite badly and that makes me you know wince and I just go like maybe not but when it comes to this one at least it's just getting dirty and obviously you can get an infection and all of that but at least it seems like you can you can wash yourself and you get get it off uh, so I would be more likely to do this one but I still think I wouldn't but there's a certain curiosity that i could go like okay yeah maybe there's there's there's, there's a possibility i think it's a I cultural it. thing mate to be honest and i'm not saying all of mexico in general i'm saying the town where i was raised because every time we see something idiotic me and the boys were like oh we definitely need to do that like the other <laughs> day we saw uh, someone of the crew share a video of, it's a version of spin the bottle so you're all in a circle and you spin the bottle and whoever gets the, the nozzle of the bottle everyone else run and you grab an egg and you toss it to whoever you want basically everyone becomes your target and we were like oh we should definitely do that and then someone said like oh look i found this one that you do the same but with paintballs and we're like oh we definitely need to do that and so i guess i grew up in a culture in which being stupid was funny I don't know if it was the, gen the jackass generation effect or what happened, but we had that mentality of like, <laughs> this is dumb and this is fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I do, I do, I do. I, I guess like, what is it? Uh, lack of smartphones? Maybe it's lack of <laughs> smartphones and growing up in a jungle. Right. Because okay. if it was the main city, there weren't many things that you can do that aren't as risky. You know, because where are you going to mm. go? Playing the highway and get run over? That is, like, deadly. But going to the mountain yeah. and, and, like, climb trees and fight with your other flames for coming trees. Like, yes, you fall and again, maybe you twist something. But when you're a kid, it's just like, oh, let me just stand up, dust myself, and I can keep going. Right now, I, if I sleep funny, I wake up with a freaking tumor. But when I was younger, I could, like, fall off a three-floor, like, building and nothing will happen. So... I think it was also that it was we had the environment to go and do those kind of things like I don't know if I already mentioned in the episodes that throwing the cow the cow pies. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. So it's it's just that we grew up where there, there was no smartphones and we had a whole virgin jungle and mountain to to play around with. So 
and there weren't many things to do either. It's not like there were a lot of museums or stuff like that. So what are you gonna do? Ah, just play in the in the mountains, see what happens. Yeah, the cow pies. Yeah. <laughs> Push some cows into the classroom, and maybe we can get school canceled. Stuff like that. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> that is not a joke, by the way. <laughs> no, no. Which is why I'm laughing because I know it's not a joke. It's like, oh yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah. So this one, for me, it will be an eight. I say just for the fact that it's a little bit more uncomfortable. I don't like, for example, the fact. So what do you that mean could... an eight? Eight is the cheese rolling. No, we but I rated it uh, before doing the, the foreigners and fathers. No, but that's what we said. That's what we said. We need to keep it to the foreigners and fathers. Oh, one. straight, straight to the foreigners. Then I will say a seven. Yeah. Maybe a so six point five. Even. So that we don't have like three different ratings. We okay. have the one rating. Are you okay with a six point five then? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I'm very okay with 6.5. That seems very, very appropriate. Uh, it's definitely not as fun and quirky. Exactly. Uh, I guess it's a little bit safer, and it is still kind of fun. But at the um, same time, so... it isn't, because you can swallow the bug water, and if there's any, like, bugs in there, you can really get, like, a proper, like, disease. So it's fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when, when you mentioned, would you do it? And I said immediately, yes. It was more for like the there, like oh, if you do this, I'll give you like a tuna sandwich and a and a cine ticket, and I'll be like, oh, okay, it's on. But if you told me you want to go and do the book the, uh, swimming, I'll be like, nah, I'd rather play video games. So that's why it yeah. bumps it to a six point five because it's a fun thing to do spontaneously, but I wouldn't like prepare for the competition, especially because oh, again, know? that's interesting. No, especially because again, water. I'm very conscious that swallowing stuff can be very deadly. And I'm like, I don't want to swallow a leech or something. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... There's quite a lot of people who go there, and there's a few different activities that you can do. There's like a bog triathlon, which has a run and a bike ride. Um, there's one which is like fancy dressing, which is doing it, but dressed as something fancy. Uh, I've seen like people dressed as grapes and the Spider-Man and all of that. Um, and just for your information, the current world record is by uh, uh, Neil Rutter, and he set the record of doing it in one minute and 18, sorry, uh, one minute and 18 seconds, which is obviously quite, quite fast. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, what about, what about uh, Nim? Would you let her do it? Well, again, I really don't think I have face to say no. Uh, yeah. I will try to explain why I don't recommend it. But if she's like, oh, come on, just this once, it'll be fun. I'll be like, yeah, go on, kid. Come on. Would you let Nico do it? Uh, I think it would be the same with Nico. I think, like, I would definitely be more inclined to let Nico do this one if he took the proper precautions and he had a wetsuit around him and everything. Like, I would be much more inclined to let him do it. Um, and I think that's with actually this a one... funny comment. Sorry to interrupt him, but it is a funny comment because now that you mention it, if she were to be like, "Oh, come on, I wear a wetsuit or anything," then I'll be like, "Oh, nah, don't worry, then." Like, really? Yeah, cause really, go on and get a wetsuit and do all of that and everything just for bog swimming. Why don't we just go to the sea and you can swim a little bit? Like, I think the fun <laughs> of it depends on precisely being this thing that you get muddy and you're doing in your shirt and. But getting a, a whole wetsuit is like, ah, oh, that's that's kind of taking... You're taking it too serious. You know, it, it, for me, it's funny because <laughs> it's stupid. 
you know <laughs> so if you really are putting a thought into it as like i'm gonna buy a wetsuit and let me get these professional short slippers because they're like i don't know so no i i think that and would that would a... make it more likely for you to say that you that you should do it yeah wow that's interesting i mean most of the people who do it do use a wetsuit just because you know getting dirty and all of that but yeah, I, I sort of get what you're saying. You feel like it's more of a dare rather than a world championship because they do call it the world championship, Bruno. So no, no, I, I understand. But yeah, that's what I'm, that's why I'm putting. <laughs> I think the forums of father should be a six point five because for me it's a fun, yeah, spontaneous thing. It's not something that you plan for it. Do you feel like it should be lower than a six point five? I'm still okay with six point five. No, I'm but still I feel okay like with you're 6. going 5. down on it. No, no, no. I'm still okay with six point five. Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. All right, so let's go for the next one. The next one I can already spoil you and say that I have absolutely no interest in doing. And the next one is a nettle eating contest. Uh, so nettle eating, uh, uh, not nettle eating, sorry, nettle uh, or stinging nettle is something that you might know in um, in Mexican or you know in Portuguese as urtica or urticaria. Um, yeah. So that is basically the plant that basically stings when you hold it, and it feels like you, you it's like you keep the little fur things, needles that it has, and it's annoying and it just kind of stings for a little while. And this is a nettle eating contest. So this started since the 1980s, and apparently it was because. Um, there was a dispute between two neighbors and one of the, both of them saying that they could grow one larger than the other and whoever lost had to eat it entirely or something uh, but most but some people also say that it started over a pint um, so yeah they, they're stinging nettles they have poisonous barbs I have no interest apparently like the stinging nettles can be used for things like tea uh, once they are boiled and the barbs get like removed because of the tea or something um, but I don't really have an interest so well, what do you think I saw the videos and people really go to town on it they just go like just eating it as if it was like salad or something yeah no I that's 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 gonna be a no for me Jim uh, <laughs> I don't like it uh, it sounds dumb um, also just a, a little reference in, in at least in Mexico Urticaria is not just this plant. Urticaria is any plants that gives you the itches. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Same in the, Portuguese. Uh, urticaria is an, an adjective, not a noun, I could say. Yeah, but I think the plant itself is called Urtica, which is why I linked it to Urticaria. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, no, I will not do it. Like, definitely not. It, like, even just walking by on shorts and it bristles by my leg, it ruins my whole day. So just the idea yeah. of grabbing it and eating it, this is going to be like a zero for me. Definitely not. Yeah, exactly. But can you believe that the record is eating about 104 feet of nettle, nettles? So in normal uh, measurements, that means that it is close to 32 meters. 32 meters of it. And someone actually ate it. And this is over an hour, a period of one hour. And they actually ate it. Can you believe it? I mean, I can, because uh, human ignorance has no limits. And I say ignorance to not say the other word and then having to censor. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it's just something that I can't, like, know. Yeah, apparently you can drink water and beer, which I guess does sound good. And some people that have participated in it, they say that, like, it 
doesn't really hurt it just causes a numbing sensation but i i don't know why i guess I still don't my want question to, why would people yeah do i don't want to put it to the test <laughs> no no definitely not that, especially because i remember when i was young like when when you got uh stung by one of these plants it was so annoying mm -hmm. um and it, it, yeah so why would you why you would do that you know with your tongue and everything like i i i, I wouldn't know so what about rating what do you feel about this one Oof, uh, maybe a two just for the the spectacle value of it a two um let me think uh if cheese rolling is an eight is too too low let me think I guess it's fun to watch. I guess it is quirky. Um, is I don't it fun get to why watch anyone. Now? Like, if it's not really stinging and it's just numbing, and they're not doing. I guess this it's really... fun to watch. I guess it's fun to watch in the same way that you know, seeing people get hit or you know those failed videos and people smashing through a door is fun. Like, but okay, let's let me rephrase the question. If I tell you one day. Yo, do me a favor. I want to go to the nettle eating competition. Will you give me a drive and stay the day with me? There's going to be hot dogs that you're definitely going to have to buy and they're overpriced. And the same with the drinks. <laughs> and we're just going to sit there and right, watch I some like people eat stinking nettles. What do you think? Well, I mean, I wouldn't go on purpose to it but if if it was happening okay let me put it this way i wouldn't drive there but if it was happening like in brighton and it was like look they do this really silly thing in brighton and in the or in the 10 years i've been here would i have watched it once i guess i would like i would have been curious to watch it once yeah um and okay uh, so, okay i see your point i see your point should we leave it then so at a four i think no four i feel is too much maybe a three Go right down the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agree. I feel like a three makes sense for it because, like, for me, a two is like if it was not fun or not quirky and not interesting in any shape, way, shape, or form. But I guess there is a little bit of fun to it. It is definitely quirky. So just on the quirkiness side, I think it deserves probably two and a half. Yeah, um, agree. So what about Nim? What if she said, "Look, Dad, my dream." is to be the world champion of nettle eating. Go for it. <laughs> well, let me... I mean, without doing any research, I'll go for it. Then I actually would like to do some research to see if it can cause any... like. No, too serious... bad. You already said hi. Nah, you, you know what I you mean. You already said yes. Like, any decisions, like, does it have any long-term health effects? Because a lot of these things, things like this, uh, redundancy much, uh, people are like, oh, it doesn't, like, hurt you. It doesn't make you sick. It's like, well, no, once it doesn't, or maybe the next day it doesn't, but it can have long-term effect, and people don't even know. And because it's not mortal or sickening in the moment, people just ignore it, they think it's negligible. So I would like to yeah. do a little bit more research. But I guess if you can eat it on tea and it doesn't affect you, then it's safe for ingestion. So yeah, I'll say yeah, go for it. I, I will definitely say, like, that is dumb, but, I mean, if you want to do it... Uh, I guess, like, for Nico, it would be the same thing. Like, I don't have anything against it, but I would be like, where did we go wrong? Where did you yeah, become exactly. a person who wants to do it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would be like, oh, okay, I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw away those those science books that I thought, nah, nah, that's not that's not a slide to anyone that actually partakes on it. We're just, we're just joking. Look, 
honestly, if we have someone in the audience who participates in it, please let us know because we'll be very curious to, you know, speak with you and understand your perspective. Actually, yes. But I highly doubt it. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. Um, but actually, I would like to speak to someone that partakes in it just to see what's going on. Maybe it will even change my mind. But yeah, so right now I will say yes, but I will definitely be like, oh no, why, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, just as a quick uh, thing back to what we were saying before, because I, I saw it and I forgot to mention, but that box snorkeling one, uh, the next one is actually going to be this next Sunday, the 28th of August, if you want to... Oh, thanks for now. letting me know now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you want to watch people uh, go through the bog, uh, you know, it's already this Sunday, so you can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, a rating of three for this seems uh, fairly appropriate. Um, so do you want to take us to the next one? Yes, is the wife. I enjoyed the race. video of the next one, too. Yeah, definitely. It's the wife carrying race. Uh, it's originally a Viking tradition, which, uh, weirdly enough, or well, maybe it's not as weird as I thought, but I already knew it existed, I just didn't know it was uh, done in the UK as well. Okay. Yeah, but it was recently revived in the UK in 2008. I knew of the tradition. So it's a, a minimum weight of 50 kg, so for example, I couldn't do it with Holly, so I guess I will have to carry Holly and some extra weights or something. Yeah, apparently, if if um, if the wife doesn't reach fifty kilograms, you make up the weight with baked beans, cans of baked beans. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could do it. Uh, well, yeah, it's basically that's what it is. You you carry your wife, you go and you do the the activity, and it just sounds proper fun, especially as a, a couple's activity. It sounds like a good I don't know how to say it a mingling exercise, a, a good time to just disconnect and be be funny and be dumb but again it feels like maybe if i were younger i would do it right now it feels a little bit out of place i guess i don't like to think I like think, that i think i would yeah you would i think this one i could yeah if martina was up for it i think like i i, I would see it as something fun like it's it's apparently over a course of 380 meters and there's a, an ascent and a descent and apparently it's very 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 tough and i like the video because on the video you can see these guys and like everyone has their own technique in terms of uh, uh, how yeah, to yeah, carry yeah. their wives and how the wives hold on to you um, because they're like not meant to touch the, f the, 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 floor, the yeah. floor or anything the ground and everything um, and uh, it has led to a few injuries but I don't know I guess like the difference to the cheese rolling one is that the cheese rolling I just feel like I have a lot less control over it like I could get hurt and it's like I could get hurt because someone goes over me I could get hurt because I fall bad or something and that but I feel like the wife carrying one it's a bit more under my control so I could you know I you know if I'm not feeling up to it I wouldn't yeah, yeah, do yeah. something that is dangerous so I, I could really stop like and stuff like that is that the, the apparently what seems to be the most popular technique is something that I will have never thought so in my on my own it seems very counterintuitive so yeah I really enjoyed the video too and I, I'm glad that you which said that was you it? Would do it the one in which they basically like wrap the hands and the knees but the wife is upside down with the, their face on your butt yeah because that is like yeah. kind of like a backpack, but with the heaviest part on top. So it actually makes a lot of sense, but I will have never thought of it. 
Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. does seem like something that is very fun. But the reason why I said I, I probably would like skim down is because I know Holly wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, but I know that she will probably say yes if I keep nagging her enough. So maybe that's why initially <laughs> was like, nah, this is not, this is not for us. But as, as an activity, it does seem like, well, fun. Yeah, it seems like one of the. Yeah, exactly. Seems seems like a bit of fun. Uh, I don't think when I say that I I think I would do it. Uh, just to be clear, is I think I would attempt to do it because I don't think that I would actually be able to do it. Oh yeah, so I would definitely not finish. I would do like three steps and be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, so how do we go about the rating for this one? What do you think? Mm, hmm. Should we say? Mm. So let, let's think about this. So it seems more fun. It's definitely more fun than net deleting. Definitely more, more fun than box swimming. It's definitely more fun than box swimming, uh, box snorkeling, but it's less quirky. So it's it's something a bit more exactly. normal. So it's less quirky than the box snorkeling, although it is more fun. And I guess when it comes to interest factor, I guess it is a little bit interesting. Uh, but um, well, I guess it is a bit more than the box snorkeling as well, because this one is like a Viking tradition, and uh, uh, and all of that. So. I don't know. I Should feel we tie like... it with the box snorkeling? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 6.5 as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and this one, obviously, you know, I'm not going to put that um, uh, whether Nim would participate or not. Not because she can't have a wife in the future, but just because, you know, I think it's more applicable for us at the moment because we yeah. actually have the wives now, yeah. so that's easier to uh, to to identify. Oh, and just one last point on this one as well. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, uh, but the heaviest wife gets a pound of sausage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that, and I didn't quite understand. But does it mean that the the, the heavier your wife, you can win a prize just for being the heaviest? Yeah, look, oh, that's I'm, awesome. I'm not going to look at what it means or not, but yeah, apparently that's what it is. And um, yeah, and just a quick note as well, the minimum weight is 50 kilograms. And if we're going to use silly measurements, that's approximately three and a half slug. So <laughs> okay. I'll take it up to you guys to Google what three and a half slug is. Yeah, well, I guess there's not that much difference in using animals than using minerals. Because you see that here they use... Or stones Yeah, exactly. No, that's what I meant with minerals. They use... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. They use stones in here, which I it still baffles me to this day. But hey. Yeah, exactly. Or pounds or, you know, whatever they want to use. So yeah. let's just use three and a half slug if we're going to be silly. One and a half um, calves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, go go for the uh, next one as well. Get us an introduction for the next one. The next one is quite fun too. Okay, so it's the Gurning World Championship. And it's yeah. basically doing everything that your parents told you not to do when you were a kid, which is making a silly <laughs> face. So it, yeah. it started in, in 1267. It's really, like at the beginning I was just like, what? But because you cannot use your face, which is kind of obvious. But it's also cool because they pull like this thing over your head, which kind of looks yeah. like the thing they used to pull on horses when they weren't full carrot, uh, uh, carrots, what did they say, carrots, carts, and like to plow the fields. And once the thing is on, boom, no longer hands. And actually you have a guy behind you holding the thing and moving you around so that the judges can see your faces. And you have to make a face, and I think you have to, once you make a face, you have to stick with it. Because that's the face you're going to be judged. And I did... Yeah, I think so. I did notice a trend that basically, 
I remember when I was a kid, I saw this Ripley Museum, believe it or not, and there was this guy that could swallow his nose. And apparently that's more common than I thought, because I think that all the winners that I saw were basically using that technique of swallowing their nose and making funny faces. That was my one criticism of it, is that I looked at the winners and, uh, you know, I'm not saying I could be a judge because this is obviously a very prestigious sport. Oh, and, yes. Uh, uh, but, um, but I did notice that the winners tended to make what I consider always the same face, whereas, like, the second and third places, I thought they were making more interesting faces, but they weren't as traditional uh, ugly faces. I think it's more um, so for the technique. Like, I see what you mean. The other ones were different, but swallowing your nose is really hard. Like, literally, if you don't have the body for it, you cannot do it like you have to have the anatomy yeah. so it's a, a different a different accomplishment i guess and there must be a bias there was that face at this point as well because it's been the running champion for years yeah it's the uh, the meta exactly the sport, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah and the, the most ridiculous face wins uh, or that's what it's advertised as at least but uh, like you said there must be some technique as well um, so yeah, World Gurning Championships. Leave it for the British to do something like that, I guess. Um, <laughs> what do you, what do you think of it? Oh, I like it, uh, but I don't think I could see it. I think it will be too cringe for me. I suffer for secondhand. <laughs> not really. I, weirdly enough, I suffer from secondhand embarrassment. Sometimes I'm even watching TV or well, yeah, TV. It's not cable, but it's still TV. And a cringy scene comes over, and I have to close my eyes and make noise and tell Holly, "Would you let me know when the scene is over?" Because I just oh, can't handle it. Is it mate. that bad? Yeah, no, I is can't it because you? It. Is it because you immerse yourself too much into yeah. this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm like, okay, let me. Because I remember talking to you about the fact that you really immerse yourself in things. Yeah, so it's like, let me cover my eyes and and make noises and let me know when. Because even if the dialogue is cringy and I hear it, it's like, oh no, no, it gets too. Wow, too much. not even the first time. Nah, no, no, no. If I wow. notice it's getting cringy, I'll be like, okay, let me cover my eyes and make some noises, and I'll ask Holly to tell me when the scene is over. Wow. So that's what, what I about, don't think I what could about... see this competition, because I'll be like, no, this is too cringy for me. What about the um, the Office, like that episode Scott Stotts? Can you not watch it then? It's different, because that one at that point I came to expect it. It was part of the character, but when it's something, okay. uh, for example, I'm watching this series, which. Um, even I'm gonna make a, a small recommendation. It's just uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's really good. But oh, you started watching it? I'm yeah, not started. It's, it's I, bulky, I, I've been it? watching it since ages, but I've been watching the oh, latest okay. season recently because I haven't finished the latest season. I'm, I'm in the midst of watching it, and it, it's an amazing series. But sometimes a character does something that is extremely cringy in that situation. So it just, but they don't do it on purpose. They basically put their foot in their mouth or something like that happens. That's when it becomes super cringy for me. So it's like, uh, uh no, can't watch it. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah, think I can watch this this competition. It will be like, oh no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, what about rating? How would you rate it? I think or how would we rate it yeah did, did we say the 3.5 for the nettle eating right no we said three i think oh, we said three. oh yeah three. well we said 2.5 and then we leave it at three okay so this one will be a four for me a four yeah because it's Let not it's not as dumb as eating something that it's actually it's like definitely poisonous, not. 
but I don't even find that even without the cringe I think that being there for more than five minutes I'll be like okay yes they're making faces cool next like mm. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit fun. It's definitely quirky. It's yeah, not it's super that interesting. Quirky, but it's not that interesting. It's very, it's very quirky. You know, you get told and you're like, oh, that's, that's cool. But it's not something that I will go every year and be excited for it. And What about, how do you feel about a four and a half? Okay. Yeah, agreed. Because I think there is quite a big element of quirky. And there is a thing like, oh, you know, it's making faces, etc. It's a, feel, a fairly bit harmless and everything. So I feel like... I think it's like 1.5 above the net leading, which for me was like, why? Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you no, feel agreed. good about that? 4.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that those are our ratings. Uh, so just remember that any time in the future, whenever we're doing future episode of podcast, whenever we rate anything else, if it's a TV show or anything, we'll always have the baseline of the cheese rolling. Yeah. Yes. Of eight. Yes. So everything is going to be compared to the cheese. So rolling. for example, we know the cheese rolling is an eight, but then yeah. movies like The Godfather is like a five. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> because it's not funny, it's not quirky, but it is very interesting. So. <laughs> um, no, I like it. What about, what if Neem wanted to do it? Because you mentioned before, like, you tell your kids not to make faces, etc. What, what if she said, look, daddy, you told me not to make faces, but now I want to be the world champion well, of gardening. Well, that's the thing, I would like, never tell Neem not to make faces. I would be doing the faces with her. Like, <laughs> I do it at this point. She makes a face and I make a face. So... Yeah, I think I think I would be okay with Nika doing it yeah, as well. There's no um, harm in it. So, so would you not be able to watch it then? Uh, I think I will be it? able to, just because it will be to give her support. So that will make me excited. It will like, yeah, no, pull your like tongue out more. I know you can do it. Come on, add some spit. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, so I guess that covers the um, the UK's strangest traditions. I like going over them. Um, you know, giving a rating and what our opinion on them are. I, I hope that as a listener, um, you guys found it interesting as well. Just before we go, I wanted to go over um, uh, some of the Portuguese and Mexican traditions. Um, but unfortunately, I am very sad, Bruno. Why? Uh, because I was looking at the Portuguese traditions and I couldn't find anything that was appropriate for these podcast episode and you know if there's portuguese people listening to these uh, they're going to be but what about these and what about that yeah but can you really compare anything that just crossed your mind with world gardening championship or borks box snorkeling or the cheese rolling and i don't think you can um like anything i found about strange traditions was about uh burning cats bearing uh, roosters I, I was gonna ask is that for real is that real Apparently, it was something that used to do, like, even in the early noughties, that people used to do it. Um, uh, and it was like, you put... Uh, I, I don't want to describe it too much, because it's ridiculous, honestly. But apparently, you didn't actually burn the cat, just to so that people feel a bit better. You didn't actually burn it, but you put it in, like, a tankard or something. And the objective was to make it fall, so that it opened and the cat could, could run away. But the cat was under threat of being... Uh, burned yeah so still, you know not still fun dumb. at all <laughs> yeah very dumb and that's what that's i found in terms of strange traditions yeah that's and apparently cruel. there's like a place where once a year they let kids smoke 
mm-hmm. uh, in Portugal, and I, I was looking at all of this, and I was just getting depressed, honestly. Uh, what I found in terms of fun traditions, uh, I didn't find anything to the levels of what we just described for the UK. Uh, most of the traditions in Portugal have to do with food, have to do with culture. Uh, you know, we have specific things that we do uh, in terms of food and in terms of culture um, that get passed down, and maybe that will be an episode on its own. Uh, but it's it's like that. It's nothing with what we've discussed so far and the only thing that i wanted to give a mention to is something that happens in the northern part of portugal which is like the partner's handkerchief or the boyfriend or girlfriend handkerchief and apparently it's like if you fancy someone you and you start going out and everything you kind of sew a handkerchief uh, with like love poems and hearts and all of that and you you sew that and then you give it to them once it's complete or something uh, and i found that to be a little bit cute um, yeah, I that's that cute. I would end it on a nice note, yeah. rather than you know burning hats. So yeah, partners and kerchief is where I want to leave it as. Cool. Just little hearts and love poems. Well, we mostly have also traditions that involve like food, and actually I was uh, making the conscious uh, realization the other day that a lot of our traditions are also religious in nature, and when you live there, you don't even yeah. realize. And not, I was making the effort, and I was like, oh, so that's how you get indoctrinated into religion. Because I never even were told they were religious. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is tradition. And then realized when I was a little bit older, it's like, oh, wait, this is based on Catholicism. <laughs> but I do have one. I did find one tradition that I think can compete with the cheese rolling. Uh, it's something that I would partake in it. But after doing more research, I realized that it's actually quite dangerous. And a lot of people don't like care the last time there were like 57 injured and, and oh my god yeah all and, right and badly injured as well and so yeah i wouldn't participate on it just because now i'm aware of how dangerous it is but it does sound like something dumb me will be like oh yeah this is fun and then realize and be like actually no i don't want to be here um uh, but all it's right. definitely it? gonna it? take the the championship of quirking and it's the exploding hammer competition well, it's not even a competition. It's just a festival because you're not competing. You're just exploding hammers for fun. So let me give you a bit of context. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in a place called Guanajuato, there is a, a saint, which is not an official saint because the church hasn't um, recognized it as a, cha- as a saint yet. And I say yet because there's been like two saint Mexican saints that after the fact they were recognized. I think the latest one was... Um, I forgot his name, so all my Mexican friends are going to kill me. Uh, Juan Diego, uh, basically it's a guy that, ah, you can research the story later, it's kind of boring. He uh, carries some flowers on his clothes, and then when he dropped the flowers, there was a picture of the Virgin Mary in his clothes, and that was a miracle, and the church recognized it in 2000 and something. This one is still Mm -hmm. an unrecognized saint, but apparently, based on my research... Probably because of the exploding hammers. (laughs) Yeah. Based on my research, he was kind of like a Robin Hood kind of deal. Like, he robbed from the rich, gave to the poor. I don't know how that relates to hammers at all, but there is a festival in this town in Guanajuato that they celebrate that saint. Well, that unofficial saint. There's food, there's dance, all the typical Mexican good things. And then at the end, you grab the biggest sledgehammer that you can. You attach a bunch of, Mm. like, fireworks, which are basically gunpowders wrapped in paper. You tape it to one side of the slash hammer, and then you pound a piece of metal on the floor, and the hammer basically explodes. 
And that's it. That's that's all they do. It actually, I, there's and some. And you're telling me that these has a few injuries? No way. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, there's actually you can see in in one video that Vice did, which is like a documentary on the on the celebration that the after the festival there's a bunch of pollution over the town, which is also quite worrying to be honest. It looks really polluted, uh, but that definitely takes the the quirky trophy home. Uh, so, I, which is also weird because apparently it's a 300-year-old tradition, and I never knew about it until like 10 years ago, which I saw a video of it online. But also in my research, well, it is a big country. Yeah, it is quite big. But I also in my research haven't been able to find one reliable source that says that it is going for 300. It seems that one guy posted it, and then everyone has been copying and uh, editing the the same post with just a few little words here and there <laughs> so don't trust the veracity of it but it's definitely going on for a while that's for sure i don't know if 300 but it's definitely been going on for a while and i didn't even know about it until recently but yeah that's the exploding hammer festival of mexico because how else can you tell the catholic church to recognize your saint that by exploding hammers polluting the planet and casting 53 <laughs> major injuries and two deaths <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I feel like you want to give it a rating, a Foreigners and Fathers rating. Okay, yeah, let's do it a rating. Um, just uh, watch It's it, very quirky. Yeah, watching but videos. It doesn't on, sound fun. Watching videos online of it, I will say an 8, just like the cheese rolling. Being there, I will be terrified that a flying ledge hammer will hit me in the head and kill me. So that brings it up to a 2. <laughs> so, should we give yeah. it a. Let's say... As someone who is a bit more impartial, let me say. So, it's definitely very, very quirky. It hits the same level of quirkiness as a cheese rolling, as you're saying. But it doesn't sound fun. Like, it sounds... To me, it sounds... Actually, I think we're very in tune, because it sounds as fun as hitting the nettles. Um, so, yeah, what were you thinking? It is, I guess... No, it's not that interesting, either. Um, no, it's so, not interesting to watch, either. I don't so know, if, if the nettle hitting was a three... I don't know. I think a tree as well, man. Like it's yeah, definitely. I think a tree it's, it, the thing good. is, even for the dangerous and the ecological impact and everything, by all means, it should be a zero. But it's just so quirky. It takes the trophy on quirky, it's, and that's, that's what elevates it to a three. Yeah, that, that, I, 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 I would agree. Let's keep it as a tree. About as fun as nettle eating. So yes, less dangerous but more quick, more quirky. So uh, probably more fun, but. Uh, yeah, also more dangerous, so yeah, and less interesting. So yeah, I guess I guess like a three makes sense to me as well. Perfect. Cool. So we're in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So I think like this 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 was a very good episode. It was really fun to do. Uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, it was slightly different than what we normally do, um, and um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it anyway. Um, and uh, uh, now I guess you can stay tuned uh, so that you uh, listen to a, a recurring segment. Do you want to introduce just a segment, Bruno? Yes, it will be Holly's Baby Shenanigans. That's correct. It's back. We got more adventures. Just wait to see what this story is about. Eleven months after the birth, you're surprised to find the urge to scream at strangers still lingers within you. Specifically, the phrase, stay away from my baby, which you had hoped to be done with by now. 
You make this discovery as you stand in the doorway of a print shop, boxes of inconveniently placed flyers impeding you from entering fully with the baby bearing pram, while a stranger rants and raves at his phone on the pavement behind you. You can practically feel his hot-headed breath on the back of your neck, a lion on the prowl, and you feel a lot like prey. You try to reason away the panic. If you don't become the object of the stranger's ire, you'll likely be safe. But despite your best efforts, visions of a madman pushing you aside to flip the pram and upend its sleeping cargo fill your head. Phantom baby wails, much like those you always seem to hear when your baby is napping peacefully in another room, begin to echo in your ears. It's just as you're beginning to wonder if you really need invites printed for your baby's birthday party that another customer takes pity on you, moving the heavy boxes so you can seek shelter further inside the shop until the angry proclaimer moves on. You obtain your invites and head home. You don't for a second expect the urge to return. Enter a man lacking any sense of propriety, pitch and personal space. He stands too close to your baby's pram on the train, swaying as he sings to the music on his phone. He is blissfully unaware of the somersaults his stuttering steps are inspiring in your own body, the stomach specifically, which has spun your heart up into your throat. The train jolts, he jostles the pram and apologises, steps back. Your baby sleeps on. The train stirs, he steadies himself with hands outstretched in your baby's direction notices your glare and has the grace to look ashamed. Your baby sleeps on. On the third near miss, you begin calculating how to manoeuvre yourself around the pram to full body tackle this clown, should you need to arrest the fool he keeps threatening. You recall stories of parents who summon superhuman strength and adrenaline to lift car wreckage from the bodies of their offspring. You ready your stance, wondering where that strength was when you needed to lift a pram over a mountain of boxes earlier that afternoon. The train journey finally ends and the only casualty is your nerves. You accept the help of another passenger in carrying the pram over the yawning gap between train carriage and platform and feel relieved that the urge seems to have subsided. Until next time. And yeah! That was Holly's Baby Shenanigans. Uh, like always, I remember reading it when you first sent it, and I just really, really like um, her style of writing. She has a very peculiar style, so obviously tell her to uh, keep going at it, because yeah. I really, really no, enjoy definitely. it. No, definitely. Last time, I have to say, I have to add an addendum. She, she thought I was being mean when I said the joke that she got upset that I didn't do it justice. And if anyone thought the same, I do deeply apologize because I wasn't trying to portray her in any short sort of bad light or anything. I was just taking banter. I really do like the way these are told. It's it's just as the things we've just been saying today. It's just so quirky and entertaining. So I really hope I, I was able to do it, it justice this time. Fantastic. Um, cool. Um, do you want to close this off or should I? Uh, let me close it off for this time. So, as you know, there's going to be uh, relevant links in the in the description of the episode, in the resources. Obviously, this episode is going to have a few links uh, for some obvious reasons. Uh, follow us in, in social media. Uh, if we if you're in the social media, search for the handle Foreigners and Fathers. If it's not there, we don't have it. 
if it's there, we're there. Sorry if we're not incredibly active yet, it's, it's been a little bit hard to navigate uh, daily life plus also social media, but we're planning on, on being as active as we can there. I still have my Twitch open, I haven't streamed in quite a while, but it's still there and I'm still planning on doing it. Uh, so if you want to take a look at some of the videos that are there to, to see if it's something you would like, feel free. Uh, as always, you can contact us to the email contact at foreignersandfathers.com. Please leave any and all suggestions there, any feedback. Do you have any funny stories about uh, traditions? Maybe there are family traditions that you partake in. If you're listening from somewhere else, any country traditions. If you're listening from here, were you aware of all the traditions we mentioned? Or is that like the hammer tradition that even though you're British, you had no idea it existed? And if you have any suggestions on topics you would like us to change, uh, to change, to touch, also let us know. <laughs> and if you could please uh, subscribe, rate, uh, leave a review, all that good stuff in whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening to us, that definitely does at the world of difference. And we, we really appreciate you for it. And the next episode will be available in a week, unless you are a future listener, in which case you can have the uh, most imponderable pleasure of listening to it straight away. And yes, I took that away from a, a YouTube channel. That's an Easter egg for you. If you can tell me which YouTube channel is, you win one foreigners and father point, and I'll, I'll let you know in the episode <laughs> that you have a point. <laughs> the next episode is it's a very special episode for, for both of us for several reasons that you'll see on it. But it's mostly because it's the first birthday of the babies. So quite the milestone. Yeah, we're going to cover a little bit, you know, looking back at that year, uh, the first year of their lives, the good, the bad, the expected, the unexpected, just a bit of a summary. So we're quite excited about that one, aren't we? Yes, indeed. So for my part, this has been all. Thank you as always for taking your time, Pedro, to have this, this conversation yeah, with me. Yeah, you too. It was incredibly funny. And you took me back to my childhood, so that was also really good. And, uh, well, for my part, this has been all, and I'll say bye. Bye, see you.